It's time for the Tom Sumner Program. The Tom Sumner Program is a live variety show with music, comedy and special guest interviews every Monday through Friday. The Tom Sumner Program. Old-fashioned radio for a new generation. Our theme music is Fruit of the Louvre, provided by Flint composer-producer Howard Eddy. Stay tuned, because it's on now. Old-fashioned radio for a new generation. The Tom Sumner Program. Have you lost your job and your health care coverage due to COVID-19? You're not alone, and Genesee Health Plan can help. I called, and they provided health care enrollment over the phone with Medicaid, HealthCare.gov, and Genesee Health Plan. They made sure I had access to doctor visits, my prescriptions, and more. Getting health care coverage can be confusing. You don't have to do it alone. Get help with GHP. Call 844-232-7740 or go to GeneseeHealthPlan.org. We're in this together, and together we'll get right through now, it. the COVID-19 vaccine are available to millions of Americans and soon they will be available to everyone. This vaccine means hope. It will protect you and those you love from this dangerous and deadly disease. I want to go back to work and I want to be able to move around. To visit with Michelle's mom, the hugger and see her on her birthday. You know, I'm really looking forward to is going to opening day in Texas Ranger Stadium with a full stadium. We've lost enough people, and we've suffered enough damage. In order to get rid of this pandemic, it's important for our fellow citizens to get vaccinated. I'm getting vaccinated because we want this pandemic to end as soon as possible. So we urge you to get vaccinated when it's available to you. So roll up your sleeve and do your part. This is our shot. Now it's up to you. Hi, I'm U.S. Senator Debbie Stabenow, and I'm listening to the Tom Sumner Show.
Hey, good morning, everybody. Uh, Flint's own Greg Nagy there with uh, the Beatles classic uh, from George Harrison, Here Comes the Sun. And and just a little celebration as we head into the weekend and as we're heading into summer, and a great summer it promises to be. We'll be able to get out and about, it sounds like. We're, we're apparently turning the corner on the pandemic, and we'll be able to start getting out and about and we're going to get out and about a little bit on the on the show today if somewhat figuratively starting out with a trip to hollywood uh by way of uh, germany as we talk to um filmmaker and um their film historian rather and uh author um of a new book uh, called Billy Wilder on Assignment from uh, Noah Eisenberg. He'll be joining me in just a couple of minutes. Then we're going to go to the Sahara with paleontologist Nizar Ibrahim. And he's going to talk about uh, some of, of his experiences as a paleontologist, but also his work with National Geographic and their celebration of dino mania. And uh, then we're going to wrap it up with a trip to Broadway in the third half of our three-hour tour and talk to an actor, bar manager, and author, Mike Anthony, as he talks about uh, some of his experiences from his, uh, from his book, um, Life at Hamilton. So, should be uh, should be fun, should be interesting, and uh, I hope you uh, I hope you enjoy it, and I I hope you're you're vaccinated and that we'll all be able to get out soon. I'm still I'm still sort of holding out till Fourth of July, uh, but uh, but after that I expect to get out and about and uh, start going some of the places that I miss going and seeing the people that I miss seeing. Um, I I do consider myself somewhat fortunate because I'm able to stay in touch with a lot of people because of because of the show and because of all these great guests and I get to talk to them uh, each and every day and and uh, hopefully we'll get the show out and uh, broadcasting from some various locations uh, 
sometime this summer. I know we're gonna we're gonna get the uh, political roundtable armchair politics together face to face for the first time on July seventh. Um, out on the deck here at my place, so we're not going to be far from the bunker, but uh, we are going to extend it a little bit, and um, then uh, soon after that, we'll start popping up at various locations around Flint and some other Michigan cities. We'll we'll see where the road takes us, but stay tuned and see where the road takes us today on the Tom Sumner program as we start out going Hollywood through Germany. Hey, welcome back, everybody. This is the Tom Sumner Program. Most people have heard of uh, Billy Wilder and and maybe know him if they're film buffs as uh, the director of iconic films like Sunset Boulevard and Some Like It Hot. But um, a new book by Noah Eisenberg looks at uh, his early journalist years with 50 essays written by Wilder. Uh, between the years of, you know, around 1925 to 1930, the book is called Billy Wilder on Assignment. And uh, Noah Eisenberg, the um, the author of that book, joins me by phone. Noah, um, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you. Uh, good, good, good to be on your show, Tom. Appreciate it. And let me just make one minor, minor, minor correction if I may. Billy Wilder is, in fact, the author. I'm, I'm, I'm the editor. I put the pieces together with my wonderful translator, Shelley yeah, Chris. But Billy, 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 Billy Wilder is, in fact, the author. Yeah, I, and I, I wrestled with that and how to, how to address yeah. that. And I, I, I'm glad you clarified that because it is a collection of uh, things that were written by Billy Wilder. Correct. Um, I also want to mention, uh, just because I am such a huge fan of the movie Casablanca, that another recent book by you is called We'll Always Have Casablanca, The Life, Legend, and Afterlife of Hollywood's Most Beloved Movie. And uh, I, I, I had to mention that book because I, I'm, like so many people, a huge fan of Casablanca. Thank do, you. You, do you think of yourself as a film historian? Yes, yes, yes. That is my that is my day job. Um, I, uh, <laughs> yes, I am. I am. I am a film historian, and I I also am an academic, though. So I chair the department of radio, television, film here at University of Texas at Austin, where I'm speaking to you now from 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 Austin, um, back from my office. Um, we're not yet fully open, but I'm I'm here in the office today. Um, and I am uh, indeed a, a film historian. The, the, the book that I'm working on now, um, and that kind of models itself in part on the book you just mentioned on Casablanca, is is, is a book on some like it hot. You mentioned you know the, the iconic yeah. films that we all know uh, from the, the great writer director Billy Wilder, um, and so I will be doing a kind of a cultural history of of, of some like it hot. You know that will account for the production history, but then also go through all the thickets of of uh, of, uh, of kind of um, you know cultural reception and and, and and the different the different the different meanings that that film has taken on over the uh, you know the decades since it since its uh, release, which is, is something that I kind of uh, chronicled in in the Casablanca book as, as as well. What these movies mean to us today, not just what they meant when they when they. Uh, 
you know, came 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 uh, came out of the uh, dream factories in the in the nineteen forties. In the case of uh, of Casablanca, Thanksgiving Day, nineteen forty two, or in the in the late nineteen fifties, fifty eight, for uh, for something like it. Happened. Well, I had to mention Casablanca because uh, a very good friend of mine who's been in show business for decades, um, I, I had a chance to sit down with him and watch the movie, and it was his first time. <laughs> That's fun. It it really was. I, I knew it was something you would get a kick out of. And, and yeah. because he'd spent so much time in show business, all the way through the movie, he kept saying, I know this line. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I know this line, and it was such a thrill to to watch Noah because that movie has been imitated and parodied and oh, yeah. made into cartoons and and you know yeah. quoted there's, there's so whole, whole often. Chapter, whole chapter from the book deals just with those things, with the parodies, with the with the uh, homages, with the imitation, all that. So yeah, yeah. And in uh, fact, you you even uh, you know give a little send up to. Um, one of the lines from the movies, or from the movie in the title of yeah. your book, will always have Casablanca, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. which was, of course, yeah, we, the classic. We'll always have Paris, but Paris, absolutely. Um, but but let's let's talk about Billy Wilder because I had not really been aware of the fact that he had done any kind of journalism prior to his uh, Hollywood efforts. Yeah, very, very, very few people uh, are aware of that, and 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 this is true certainly on these shores and in the kind of and the Anglo-American uh, world, but even in the in German-speaking Europe, where where young Billy Wilder wrote these pieces first in 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 in, in Vienna, which became his home. He was born in the provinces, but the family moved to Vienna when he was a young boy, and he considered himself uh, Viennese. Um, or in the in you know Berlin of the of the Weimar years, um, yeah, I certainly had an audience during that period. But 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 after the war and in the you know succeeding decades, his journalistic career had been pretty much forgotten. Um, there were a couple of anthologies from which we drew these 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 pieces. Um, one was a, a a German publication in the 1990s, 97, called Der Prinz von Wales geht auf Urlaub, The Prince of Wales Goes on Holiday. And um, and the second was a Viennese collection that was just called Billy. And at that point in time, young Billy Wilder spelled his name B-I-L-L-I-E. So that is the, 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 the name and, and the spelling of that, of that collection of his Viennese writings. So what we did... My wonderful translator Shelley Frisch and I was to select what we thought was the most representative sampling from these these, these two collections. Um, there are other writings that that, that that he published during that period that are you know you if 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 if, if one is so inclined you 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 can unearth uh, them in various archives. Um, but we drew from these two extant anthologies. Those, those, those were our principal sources for this collection. More about Billy Wilder's early years from film historian and author Noah Eisenberg. Straight ahead. Hello out there, everybody. It's me, Tigger. T-I-double-G-R. That spells Tigger. And don't forget to remember to listen to Tom Sumner program on account of because he's so bouncy. <laughs>
I'm Julie Lopez with Crime Stoppers. Have you ever wondered what to do if you have information about a crime or the whereabouts of a felony fugitive and you want the police to know but you need to remain anonymous? Well, here's what you can do. You can go to p3tips.com or download the mobile app. You can go to Crime Stoppers of Flint and Genesee County's Facebook page and click on the Leave an Anonymous Tip tab, or you can call 1-800-422-JAIL. All methods are anonymous, and if your help leads to a felony arrest, you may be eligible for a cash reward. Remember, your voice matters. Our lives have been turned upside down by COVID-19. When a vaccine becomes available, it's critical that all of us get it. What we do as individuals will impact everyone's health, including those who can't get the vaccine. We won't get through this unless everyone takes part. Now is the time to get up to date on all recommended vaccines for both kids and adults. Experts say it's more important than ever for everyone to get their flu vaccine this year. And if you're older, you should get both the flu and pneumonia vaccines, since both illnesses can make COVID-19 even worse. Vaccines are available at a lot of convenient places, so be an example for friends and loved ones and encourage them to get vaccinated too. We all want to reunite, travel, and get back to school and work. But that means we all need to get on board. This is the time to do what's right for each other. Get vaccinated. It's our best shot. Hey, this is Tom from the Tom Sumner Program. Catch me and a gaggle of great guests weekdays on Our Voices Radio, WFOVLP 92.1 FM. You never know who might drop by. Joe Biden from the Blue Lions. Dan Serling. Congressman Dan Kildee. Alexander Zondrick. Dr. Comedian Joe Napote. Woodrow Stanley. U.S. Senator Debbie Stabenow. State Senator Jim Ananick. Comedian Brian McCree. The unknown comic. Mark Farner. And Tom, I want you to know Tom's my friend. You, you've always got great questions, and you know the material, and you, and you care about it, and it's, uh, it's, that's impressive. Nice to be with you, Tom. And I admire you for reading all of that. I haven't read the whole thing. I've got willing to admit that. <laughs> hey, Tom, this is my favorite interview all always. It's like having coffee at the kitchen table with you. Tune in Monday through Friday from 9 to 12 right here on 92.1 of a kind and check out our website at TomSumnerProgram.com MTA Flint is nationally recognized for continually seeking to provide sustainable, reliable, and cost-efficient transportation for individuals throughout the region. Through work-related and non-emergency medical transportation and your ride services, MTA is moving people with future and alternative fuel technologies. More information about MTA Flint and specialized services is available at mtaflint.org. Discoveries. They happen when we least expect them in places we thought we knew. And discoveries have a way of teaching us a little more about ourselves along the way. Welcome to Flint and Genesee County, where up north meets down south. Home to Michigan's largest county park system and a vibrant culture. A place filled with discoveries we've yet to make. Throughout acres of beautiful lakes, wetlands, and woods, and in the diverse city beyond. Where the uplifting melodies of gospel choirs fill the air. Where the work of renowned artists color the galleries and museums. Where the fresh fruits and vegetables at the downtown farmer's market awaken our senses. And where the cultural center and planetarium broaden our view of the world. Let's spend a few days enjoying the wonders of Flint and Genesee County. Where the joy of discovery is pure Michigan. Your trip begins at Michigan.org. 
This is Congressman Dan Kildee, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Program. More about Billy Wilder's early years from film historian and author Noah Eisenberg straight ahead. Is this the first time that these essays that you collected for this book, um, is this the first time they've been translated into English? Yes, yeah, yes, yes, and the first yeah, first time they've, they've reached a, an Anglo-American audience, um, yes. There was, uh, I, I, with very, very few exceptions, I think that maybe one, one, one or two of the pieces had appeared in a, in a you know, in, a, in an anthology of some kind, um, in English translation. I, I wish I could tell you which ones precisely they were, but by and large, these are all translated and made available to an English-speaking audience for the very first time. Now, Billy Wilder was a freelance reporter in Vienna, and as you pointed out, Weimar Berlin. What mm-hmm. what exactly do you mean by Weimar Berlin? So the period after the First World War, um, from 1918 until Hitler's uh, a rise to power. This was Germany's fledgling democracy. So from 1918 to January of 33, Hitler seized power. Um, the the Weimar Republic. Uh, existed. It was the uh, you know the the the, shor- the short-lived uh, Germany's uh, short-lived experiment with democracy um, before before the sort of dark clouds gathered. Um, well, between the, the two world the, wars, it, exactly, precisely, and so and 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 the pieces from Vienna uh, are are from you know inter- interwar Austria. Um. So both 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 countries dealing with defeat in the First World War, uh, and in the case of Austria, also the collapse of the Habsburg monarchy, um, and then uh, you know the, the 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 rise of fascism, and 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 young Billy Wilder was, was wise enough and had the means, thankfully, to hightail it out of out of Berlin and make his way to Paris soon after the Nazis seized power. So the, the 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 final pieces collected in this volume actually go all the way to to thirty three, um, and and uh, and yet Wilder himself was 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 essentially gone uh, in the in the, in the early months of thirty three, uh, making his way to Paris, staying with uh, Peter Lorre and a few other uh, refugees. So the actor Peter Lorre was his roommate there, and then also a roommate in Hollywood later. Um, but at the Hotel Ansonia, which was a, a hotel that was known, I think, for for for, uh, for providing refuge to to a number of these uh, of these Holly, soon, soon, soon to be Hollywood transplants, people who are waiting to get their papers. I mean, this is really, you mentioned the Casablanca book, but there is a certain affinity here. These uh, languishing um, refugees waiting waiting for their proper papers so that they could, you know, affidavits and such. To make their way to the to the new world. Um, in the case of Billy Wilder, he got a six month contract and and, and, and made his way to uh, to uh, to Los Angeles and to Hollywood. Um, thanks to that contract, uh, he, he had to cross the border. No, I can't help picturing yeah. uh, <laughs> Peter Lorre standing out yeah. out front of that hotel trying to sell exit visas. <laughs> right. Exactly. 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 Well, there you have it. But how um, did? But how yeah, did they the end up? Is, is striking. How did they end up in, did, in Hollywood? Did the Nazis chase them out of Paris? So no, no, no. The Nazis hadn't marched into Paris just yet. Um, 
that that would there would be six, six years before before you get the occupation and uh you know and 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 vichy vichy france uh uh sort of reigns um on the spring of 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 of, of 40 onward but um they they were able to get studio contracts um there there was there was a a group of of uh of of transplants, those who who who'd left Europe earlier, and that, that group included Ernst Lubitsch, Falka Fiertel, who was a great uh, a screenwriter, uh, and wrote a, a lovely memoir that's now been uh, uh, issued in, in in a reprint edition from the New York Review of Books Classics called uh, "The Kindness of Strangers," um, and the agent Paul Koner, who was for a time at least, I believe, Wilder's. Uh, agent, but he was the agent of many, many of these uh, European transplants. The three of them established what was called the European Film Fund, and the European Film Fund uh, they, they 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 raised money from from people in already working in Hollywood. Many of them European born, um, but also some Americans who who contributed. And what they did with these funds was to provide the affidavits and in, and in many instances also short-term studio contracts that would serve as, you know, together the affidavit with the contract was enough to get them, you know, to secure passage then to, 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 to America and at least get a foothold. In the case of Wilder, he had a six-month contract and he needed to leave the country to, to, get, to, get, it rene- to get his visa renewed, and so he went to Mexico, and the story that he liked to tell was he, there was a, a, a border official, in the, you know, in the consulate there, who, who asked him, says, so what is it that you do for a living? Uh, and he, he said, I, I make movies. And the consular official looked at Mr. Wilder and apparently said, make some good ones, and stamped his, stamped his passport. It's a good story, whether that's precisely... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell it. We're going to print the legend on that one. Um, but yeah, that's, 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 that's the story that he liked to tell. I believe it's, it, it, there must be at least some vague resemblance of the truth. Um, when let, let's let's go back with Billy Wilder to Vienna and Berlin, um, and these these essays that are included in your book, Billy Wilder on Assignment. He was a freelance journalist. What kinds of things was he writing about at that time? So he was from the very beginning drawn to all manner of kind of urban. Uh, nightlife in particular so jazz and he's the big it's the american big band jazz leader paul whiteman who actually ends up bringing him to berlin when he's on his uh you know the, the berlin leg of his of his of his tour during the viennese stay wilder writes a young billy wilder writes a uh, a, a a lovely profile that's included in this collection billy wilder on assignment and then he ends up being invited by whiteman whiteman likes the piece and invites him to tag along for the Berlin leg of the of the uh, of the tour. Uh, Wilder ends up hanging his hat in, in Berlin for the next uh, uh, six seven years. Um, so this would have been the summer of, of 1926 when he followed Paul Whiteman. Wilder was also drawn to theater, to dance, and in the the opening piece, which was a four part uh, um, you know uh, first person account of of his experiences as a dancer for hire a so-called taxi dancer um that's 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 the first first piece in the collection and wilder worked in berlin as a 
as a dancer for hire, as a means of, of, of making money while we, and, and then wrote about it, of course, too, throwing a little bit extra. Um, but so he was drawn to dance, was drawn to, also to just, you know, the, the number of, 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 of lovely portraits of, oh, of Grok the Clown, for instance, or of the woman who sells the newspapers, the Berina Zeitung, which is where the, that four-part um, uh, first-person account as a taxi dancer appeared, and many of his pieces actually appeared in the Beit Set, as they call it, the, the BZ, the Berliner Zeitung. But he's got a lovely account of her. He's drawn to, 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 to car racing, to boxing, to gambling, um, and to all of the things that really, at that point in time, especially in, 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 in Weimar Berlin, were all things that were associated with the New World and specifically with America and with what came at that at that point in time came to be called Americanismus, Americanism, just be, which which meant you know dancing the Charleston cocktail bars um, and, and 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 things of that of, of, of that sort. And so he, the 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 collection has 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 uh, and and you get the, you know has pieces that that actually you know deal with this this diversity of of of, of, of subjects and themes. But throughout, you get the, the, the kind of wit and playfulness and charm that we associate with the later Wilder, the American Wilder, the Hollywood Wilder, um, you know, who would write and direct such movies as those that you referenced, but as, you know, as, as well as Style Like 17, The Apartment, uh, Foreign Affair, Witness for, for the Prosecution, um, and, and so forth. So, uh, you know, I could go on and on. The, the, yeah, you know, where, uh, the same man who would, who would earn and who would earn six, six Oscars uh, for his work in Hollywood in the in the process. Where were these essays originally published, and who was the audience? So the the um, the, the Viennese uh, publications. There were there were two leading tabloids in Wilder's Vienna. Both of them run by a, uh, a Hungarian. Um, a Hungarian uh, newspaper magnet by the name of Imre Bekeshi. There's The first was called Die Bühne, the stage, and the other was called Die Stunde, the hour. And those were two um, tabloids to which he contributed everything. From, he contributed crossword puzzles. He contributed capsule reviews of, of, of movies and, and, and theater, um, sh- sh- short pieces. And he did so as, as, as a, at the tender age of 19, that's when he began contributing to both of those Viennese tabloids. Um, and it was on the eve of his 20th birthday that he followed Paul Whiteman to Berlin and began contributing with, with, with uh, considerable uh, steadiness to, to, to uh, the Berliner Zeitung, Mittag, I, I mentioned. That's, that's, that's one, of the, 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 this one of the leading uh, newspapers of Berlin, the, the Berliner Zeitung, as, as well as to the Berliner Kurya, which was a, a uh, uh, another another uh, uh, newspaper. I wish I could give you the statistics on the number of daily newspapers published in Berlin. But Berlin was one of these cities. I think in Europe it was the leading city with in terms of in terms of number of daily daily newspapers. But um, Wilder contributed to 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 the two I just mentioned. The other one that was a where he was a regular contributor. Um, I mentioned the Berliner Börsenkurier. Uh, 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 he was also a night editor there during that same period. But the one that, to which he contributed with 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 uh, uh, some frequency was a, a an illustrated uh, magazine called Tempo, 
which was published by by the Ulstein Publishing Concern, and Ulstein also published the Berliner Zeitung. So the same the same group. Um, yeah. Now he's. I, 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 I hope that gives your listeners some some sense of the yeah. <laughs> Of the, of the of the of the journalistic landscape in in Weimar Berlin as well as in uh, interwar Vienna, the um, you know he's referred to as a freelance reporter, but it sounds like these things were more like the kinds of things that a columnist might do. Was he kind of? No, he never had his own column. No, he was freelance. He was freelance. I mean, he had that stint as a night rep- as a night editor uh, at the Berliner Börsenkurier I mentioned. But 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 uh, he no, he was otherwise doing. You know, he, he would pitch pitch ideas, or they would they would they would come to him. Uh, you know, propose propose a, a, a story idea. But he never had his own column. He was friendly, however, and one of his major uh, uh, mentors. Um, was 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 uh, uh, Egon Erwin Kisch, who who was a one of, one of the best known journalists of that of that era, um, and in fact at the at the Romanisches Café, which is one of the big coffee houses on Kurfürstendamm in the heart of Berlin, um, Egon Erwin Kisch had what he was known at that time as the the Tisch von Kisch, Kisch's table, where he kind of held. You, you can almost picture uh, Walter Winchell. In terms of columnists now, uh, uh, Walter Winchell at uh, uh, what was at the Stork Club was it table? I think it's table twenty. I can't remember the name of his table twenty twenty two. Of course, <laughs> is the is the Casablanca, the lucky number. That's the that's at the uh, you know uh, at the roulette at the, the roulette wheel. Right. Twenty two is the lucky number. I can't remember what Walter Winchell's table number was. Maybe it wasn't twenty two. Anyway, well, I'm, I'm um, shocked. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Of course you are. Sorry, you need a sorry. couple more shocked yeah. yeah. Sorry for that that little uh, aside to Casablanca again. But yeah. but uh, speaking of assigns, and and I know the focus of this uh, book, Billy Wilder on assignment by um, Noah Eisenberg, is his writings. Um, you know, in the in the late twenties um, as a freelance reporter, but. How did how did he manage when he got to Hollywood to get into the movie business? I mean, we hear about people who've done things and then they go to Hollywood and they get in the movie business. But there are so many people who go there to get in the movie business and don't. <laughs> yes, absolutely. How did it How did it work for Billy Wilder? Did his writing get him in? How did he go from writing to directing? Yeah. He, yeah. Well, he, that that came later. He first started as a writer, and since he didn't have uh, a facility with the English language when he arrived um, uh, on these shores, he always, and this is true from the beginning to the to the to the very end, he would uh, have a writing partner who was 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 American born. In the case of his first of his first partner, Charles Brackett. Um, with whom he collaborated for uh, a significant stretch of time, well, more more than a decade there, and then with uh, late late in life with IAL Diamond, they were writing partners for three plus decades. And and Diamond was actually born in Romania but came to America as a young boy, uh, and so his command of English was was essentially the native command. And and in the case of Brackett and Diamond, having that that the input of somebody. Who could help to 
massage some of, of Wilder's, uh, you know, um, syntax is, you know, Teutonic syntax and, 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 uh, you know, the, 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 the phrases that he, uh, ultimately would, would get onto the page and then, and then onto the screen. Um, he always had the input of, 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 of an American, uh, writer. Um, the bracket years, um, so that's when, soon after he in, in Hollywood in, in 34, he began to collaborate with Charles Brackett, who was the son of a, a New York State Senator. Um, Charlie Brackett had gone to Williams College, was a member of the Algonquin Roundtable, and was for a period of time also the theater critic at the New Yorker magazine. And Brackett and Wilder began um, uh, their, their work as, 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 as a team in the, in the mid-1930s, and among the scripts that they provided were two for Ernst Lubitsch, who really served as something of a mentor for, I mentioned Lubitsch before, Lubitsch had been in Hollywood already for, for, for a decade or so at that point, and he was among those who contributed and who helped to establish this European film fund that I mentioned, it helped to, you know, uh, bring over uh, refugees, uh, you have refugee writers, refugee directors, um, film professionals to, to Hollywood at that period, but um, Wilder and Brackett wrote the scripts for Bluebeard's Eighth Wife, as well as Ninochka. Uh, Bluebeard's Eighth Wife, one of the great screwball uh, comedies. And Ninochka, some of you perhaps remember, this is the, 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 the first film in which Garbo laughs. And, uh, and, and that was a, 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 a great, a great, a great moment on screen. Um, Wilder and Brackett then, um, had their chance in the early 1940s to 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 write a a, a, a screenplay, a Paramount, where, where where Wilder would continue to work for for uh, more than a decade, um, and this was a, a screenplay called uh, The Major and the Minor, a a, a film that, that the co-stars Ginger Rogers and Ray Milland. Um, you made another, another screwball comedy, and this was Wilder's chance then to direct. Um, and so, so he, 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 he realized relatively quickly in Hollywood that if he really wanted to maintain control over what, you know, the stories that he was, that he was telling and the stories that he was writing together with Charlie Brackett, um, that, that, that he would need to be at the helm, uh, as director. And, and, and not long after that, he, he, you know, also began to produce. So, so, so Wilder, um, achieved a kind, not only, you know, artistic control, but also a kind of success in Hollywood that many of his, you know, many, many, many of the other, other, other writers and directors in his cohort of, of European transplants never managed to, to attain. Um, I mean, his, his, his career is, is really one of the great success stories. Uh, of the studio era. Did he have a great sense for, for business, even going back to those days uh, yeah. in, at 19 and 20, uh, yeah. pitching stories uh, and getting paid for stories? Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure I would call it business acumen, but he certainly knew what the, what the, what the, what the, what the, what the pop, populace wanted what the masses wanted so he knew how to end it he was a really uh, i suggest as much in the editor's introduction to the, the, the volume he really is a born entertainer and and you can see that um in these in these early pieces um 
you know, he, he, he knew how to tell a story in a way that, and again, whether he needed to embroider things in, in, in certain moments or whether he needed to, you know, a little embellishment here and there, a little poetic license, um, it, it had a snappiness to it, a jauntiness, um, and, 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 a, and a level of excitement. And that he managed to convey on screen, you know, uh, already in, in Weimar, Germany, uh, but then once he once he got to America, he continued to refine that sensibility. And and I think it is you know you 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 asking whether he is a sort of a, a business sense. Um, maybe that's just another way of putting it. But he definitely knew how to entertain. Well, Noah, we're almost out of time. I know you have another interview coming up, and I I feel like we could talk all day because I love old movies <laughs> as you do. Um, but let me do this as I always do with guests, give you an opportunity to let listeners know where they might find out more about you and your work, past, present, and future. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. So um, I do have a personal website. It's just my first name, Noah, and my last name is spelled with an I. It's I-S-E-N-B-E-R-G. Those are, those are the, my name together, and it's just .com, so noahisenberg.com. Um and, and and the books are the books are are up there on that on that on that website. Uh, Billy Wilder on assignment from Princeton University Press is available at all independent bookstores as well as Amazon and Barnes and Noble and, and <laughs> plenty of other 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 operations. I I I can't even you know can't even list. Um, well, but, Noah, uh, thank you so yeah, much for spending time with me this morning. I, I really appreciate it, and and keep up the good work. Thank you, Tom. I appreciate it as well. Thank you for, for, for the interview. It was a pleasure speaking with you. Take care. Bye-bye. That was uh, film historian uh, Noah Eisenberg from the University of Texas uh, in Austin. And the book is Billy Wilder on Assignment, looking uh, or bringing together more than 50 essays written by Wilder during his early journalist years. Uh, dispatches from Weimar Berlin and Interwar Vienna is um, part of the title, actually. In fact, the full title is uh, Billy Wilder on Assignment, Dispatches from Weimar Berlin and Interwar Vienna by Noah Eisenberg. And we'll have more of the Tom Sumner program.
Hi, this is Joe By from the Blue Lions, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Program. While we've been staying safe at home, scientists have been on a journey. The destination? A COVID-19 vaccine. This journey began decades ago with research into other coronaviruses. Scientists built from there with months of research and development, cooperation with other experts worldwide, and clinical trials on tens of thousands of volunteers of diverse race, age, and health status. They arrived at a safe, effective vaccine, and hundreds of thousands in Michigan have already been vaccinated. But the next step is ours. We need to get the vaccine when we can, keep wearing masks correctly, and taking precautions until we reach our destination, freedom from COVID-19, and getting back to the lives we love. Discover the facts for yourself at michigan.gov slash COVID vaccine. A message from the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services. Start your weekend early with the Tom Sumner Program every Friday live at 11. We turn the spotlight on the world of arts and entertainment featuring artists from music, TV, and the movies. Catch everything from the rich local talent pool in and around Flint and Genesee County to up-and-coming stars of stage and screen, plus legends from New York and Hollywood. Hi, this is Greg Nagy. Hey, this is Hopper. Hi, this is Joe By from the Blue Lions. Hi, this is Alexander Zonjic. Hi, this is Mark Farner. This is Maurice Davis. Hi, this is Rochelle Ray. Hi there, folks. This is Sweet Willie T. Hey, this is Steve from the Nashville office. I'm Gwen Pennyman Hemphill. Start your weekend right. Go to 11 Fridays on the Tom Sumner Program. Those hands, no matter whose they are, can spread the germs of many common diseases. That's why I want you to realize how important it is to keep hands clean, to wash them regularly and always before meals with Life Boy, which not only removes dirt, but helps to remove germs. Teach the children this habit. Form it yourself. Always use Life Boy for hands and face as well as the bath. America, your children have an amazing superpower. That's right. They can help save lives by simply washing their hands. Just 20 seconds of thorough hand washing after they've coughed or sneezed or been outside can help fight against the dastardly spread of germs. Armed with only soap and water and hands, your superhero can protect you, your family, and everyone out there in America land. Amazing! Find out more at coronavirus.gov. A message from the CDC and the Ad Council. Imagine a journey down a picturesque river. Imagine your Flint River, 142 miles of recreation, natural beauty, and precious resources. The Flint River is a vital resource that is available for all to use and enjoy. The river and its ecosystem provide unlimited recreational opportunities and natural beauty while supporting wildlife in a vibrant landscape. We all have a responsibility to protect and preserve this precious resource. Learn more at FlintRiver.org or call the Flint River Watershed Coalition at 810-767-6490. 
TheTomSumnerProgram.com Hey, this is First Ward City Councilman Eric Mays, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Program. Welcome to this presentation of the Comedy Spotlight on the Tom Sumner Program. Ladies and gentlemen, we are indeed honored to have with us tonight one of Hollywood's foremost columnists, Mr. Hollywood himself, Jose Jimenez. Greetings to you from Hollywood. Here are some of my exclusives. Hollywood restaurateur, Prince Seymour Napkin, has just opened up a posh new eatery right next to his restaurant. <laughs> Jack Tinsel and Harry Fassad have joined forces and have formed a new production company called Jack and Harry Productions. <laughs> and it's right next to their restaurant. <laughs> There's always Hope Department. Young actor Skippy Wilson, who started out 12 years ago as an usher at the Pantages Theater, just got his old job back. How about that, sir? <laughs> yeah. But only part-time. <laughs> Greer Dempsey's divorce suit is finally settled, and she tells me she's delighted to learn that she gets custody of the money. <laughs> but he gets visiting privileges. <laughs> Hollywood's newest Tusum are Frank Newsom and Helen Tusum. <laughs> Rod LaRue has been asked to come out of retirement and go back to work in pictures by his wife, <laughs> who says they're broke and he wants to go out and... <laughs> Chester Moses has been signed to appear in a starring role in the new biblical film, The Charlton Heston Story. <laughs> to MGM. Thanks, MGM, for your generous contribution to the home for aged actors. You gave us what we needed most. 1,876 aged actors. <laughs> Since the sudden elopement of aging director Boris Klein and the young starlet Lydia Stilwell, People up and down Sunset Boulevard are asking the same question. Who cares? <laughs> now, I know some of you people out there would be just thrilled to learn the inside of what's happening around Jollywood. So if you have any questions, yes. Can I get into the newspaper business? Do you own a bicycle, sir? <laughs> Yes. I've heard that a lot of Hollywood stars are afraid of you. You tell whoever told you that that I will break them. Yes. Is it true that Hollywood columnists are freeloaders? Why don't you have me out for lunch later? And we'll... Yes, young lady. Jose, what do you think the next big Hollywood divorce will be? 
Have you been home recently, dear? <laughs> Came here right from work, didn't you? Yeah. Well, surprise. <laughs> yes, any other questions? Is it, is it true that most Hollywood stars pay as much as $25 for a haircut? I'll tell you that later, Mr. Brenner. <laughs> I do it. <laughs> How do you think I took off this weight? <laughs> sure, it's great. <laughs> Any other questions? Okay. Yes. Where do you get all your exclusive stories? I have a secret way of getting them. I read Luella Parsons. <laughs> This was another Comedy Spotlight on the Tom Sumner Program. I wish you 
Come on, get out of here. <laughs>